The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, now go don't you? Okay, well, welcome once again to Dunsdale, and I gotta cut off the song, I guess, so that's too bad. Uh, Man, that thing is old. I guess it's ancient, huh? But it's still darn good. So, welcome to Dunn's Deal, the place where I do the dealing and I deal them fairly. And as usual, we had a ton of stuff happening this week. I do wish I had a three-hour show. I could spend so much time on so many different subjects. But let's get started. <laughs> Joe Biden is not the president. He is the thief in chief. He's a pretender to the throne, the cellar dweller, the king of crappers, dementia don, and he is the leader of the warmongers. <laughs> but did you see that uh, picture of, of the real president, Donald Trump? Yeah, they've got him on trumped up charges down there in Atlanta in Fulton County. And they released his mugshot. <laughs> and I tell you that they are going to rue the day they did that. I've got it right here in front of me. And man, he is glaring. He looks like he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, he's not intimidated. He <laughs> is the intimidator. You might have him down on the mat right now, but he'll come back with a reversal. <laughs> and he'll do a pile driver on those Democrats. They'll wish they had never messed with the Donald. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You just, you, you got to get a load of this, this picture. I downloaded it, and I've definitely got to get a T-shirt with, with that on there. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's great. It is great. But, um, <laughs> so, a lot of political stuff this week. Did you watch the uh, the Republican uh, debate on, on, I guess it was Wednesday night? And... Oh, I got a big kick out of it. Oh, that Mike Pence is so fucking pompous. What a jerk he is. <laughs> Close second is Chris Christie. <laughs> and then Ramaswamy, he's just like a mosquito going around, just buzzing and stinging everybody. And oh, he was getting everybody mad. But you know what? <clears throat> I've got a piece here, and I should probably scroll up to it. And the opening is just the, I think, is the best description of um, of the Republican debate on on Wednesday. And here we go. And you know, this is the great thing about this country: booing. Is Oh, I got to hear that again. It's so short, but it's just so good, so apropos. Let's do that again. Oops, wrong three. That three. Come on. Does it work? Does want to work now? Let's see. Oh, it froze up, of course. Hit the wrong three, so it froze up. And, you know, Food fight. this is the great thing about this country. <laughs> Booing is allowed, 
but it doesn't change the truth. President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. Yeah. It's a fact. And Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people at home want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. Republican candidates looking to capitalize on their big moments from the slugfest in Milwaukee. Eight presidential hopefuls clashing in the first Republican debate, going toe-to-toe -to -toe over the key issues voters care about as they look for a boost in the polls. I will never let the deep state bureaucrats lock you down. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change oh, whoa, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a hoax. I, I was a House conservative leader before it was cool. And Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. I'm the only one on this stage who's ever beaten the Democratic incumbent in an election. America can do for anyone what she's done for me. Our nation is in trouble. And it's in trouble because of failed leadership. And the solution is not four more years of Joseph Biden. Uh, I'm from a town of 300 people. It's a big deal to make it on this stage. But there's one candidate standing out. Vivek Ramaswamy grabbing a lot of the headlines and the attention of his fellow debaters. Let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. The last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. The reality is that today, today, Ukraine is not a priority for the United States of America. I wish you well in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. He's of a professional politician. There you have it. You have no foreign policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? And the reviews are in from the liberal media. You'll never guess it, but I think they didn't like it very much. Okay, so that's uh, Jesse uh, Jesse Waters there, um, uh, doing doing all those cuts from the the Republican debate on Wednesday night, and the thing that I I liked about it best was what Ramaswamy had to say about um, uh, Nikki Haley, and he congratulated her on her future job with uh, Boeing Martin, and. You know, <laughs> a lot of those people up there on the debate stage, they're either uh, vying for Donald Trump's vice presidency or they, they want a gig with, um, with uh, Fox News or MSNBC or, like Nikki Haley, they want a job with Boeing or Lockheed Martin. I said Boeing Martin, Lo Boeing and Lockheed Martin. Because the contractors, a lot of times, are the big spenders behind both parties. And they're one of the reasons why we are in Ukraine. Sorry, no, it's not because we're defending democracy there. Because uh, <laughs> Zelensky has shut down uh, uh, elections. He's shut down Journalists, he's jailed an American journalist. He's also shut down and jailed uh, priests from the uh, Orthodox Church. Just a whole lot of real Democrat stuff, but Ukraine's not the story tonight. It is what's going on between <laughs> the, the six, seven uh, Republicans there and uh, Donald Trump. But there was one interesting thing about that debate there was a person that they did not allow in there <clears throat> elder larry elder the guy that ran for the uh, governorship in california now that takes some guts to be a republican and to run against an incumbent uh, candidate there in uh, in california and try to unseat him in a special election no less and the RNC didn't help him out much during that. 
And the RNC blocked him from being on that stage there. This is from the Elder Campaign. As you read this, it's the morning after the RNC debate, and honestly, I was not impressed. Oh, you too, Larry? <laughs> you watched a group of rhino career politicians and billionaire candidates posture about how they are anti-Trump. The RNC is glad to have those candidates, and if they say otherwise, they'd be lying. The proof is in the photo below, and of course. It was a photo of everybody on stage. Not only did they ban Trump campaign staffers from attending the debate, and they didn't allow um, uh, Don Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle, who used to work at Fox, and this was on Fox, and there was one other staffer. They did not allow them to even go to the after-hours show, the, the spin room, whatever they were calling that. But they banned Larry Elder's entire campaign from being on the grounds at all. And he had qualified with, with uh, all the requirements. You know, they had to have so many donors. They had to meet a uh, financial level. And they had to have uh, been at the top of some uh, pollster. And he was at the top of Reuters. And so he said, hey, look, I've got all the credentials. They said, no, Reuters is a Trump uh, company. I mean, how do you even say that? Reuters is in Trump's back pocket? I think not. But that was the excuse that they used to keep him out. And that's cool. Thank you there, JR. Thank you, Maestro. I've got... Donald Trump <laughs> talking about this. And that was what was so cool about the debate on Wednesday night, which got about 5 million people to watch. At the same time, Donald Trump was on Tucker Carlson's show. And guess how many people that watched Trump's um you know, interview with Tucker Carlson, which only ran about an hour. So I was able to catch the second half, the second hour of uh, the Republican debate, which was fine. That was enough for me. But um, let's hear what the real president has to say about things. When somebody gets indicted, your poll numbers go down. When somebody gets indicted, you announce, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be leaving to spend time with my family and to fight for the rest of my life on this stuff. But you're out of politics. I got indicted four times. All trivia, nonsense. It's horrible when you look and, and you look at what they're doing. The boxes hoax. I'm covered by the Presidential Records Act. I'm allowed to do exactly that. He's not covered and he's got 25 times the number of boxes. And he's got them stored in Chinatown. He's got them stored in a flimsy garage underneath his Corvette at Penn. And by the way, at Penn, he gets millions of dollars. China pays this guy millions of dollars. See, I think he's the most corrupt president we've ever had. And he also has the distinction of being the most incompetent. And I believe both. I mean, he's both incompetent and corrupt. So and who I, is I actually believe he's compromised because China knows so much about him. They know where the money comes from. They know where it is, who paid it. And they probably paid it. Well, they do pay Penn. And he gets a, you know, a million dollars. I think it takes $999,000 because, you know, keeps it a little bit under a million, like by a dollar. But... He, in many ways, is a Manchurian candidate. We have a Manchurian candidate, and he's afraid to tell Russia to get out of Cuba. He's afraid to tell China to get out of Cuba. He's afraid. China now is building. Think of this. China is building military installations in Cuba. The Cuban population of Miami is not too happy because they're never going to be able to go back. And you don't even hear about it. And the worst culprit is the press, the media, because... Uh, normally, you know, when I first heard that, I, that China's building installations in Cuba, and installations means military installations, okay, you know, they said just some communication. They did that on the islands with Japan. Okay. So, <laughs> that's what he had to say. He called Joe Biden a Manchurian candidate, you know, that, uh, that's from uh 50s, and it was redone in the early 2000s uh, movie, uh, Frank Sinatra was in it, and um, it was very interesting. And 
So, oh, and he called them corrupt and incompetent. So he's dirty and dumb. But he's making a lot of money being dirty and dumb and selling this country out and tearing down its borders. What what a piece of slime we have in the presidency. And, um, you know, Trump, oh, by the way, Trump had about 250 million people view that. You know, some of it is part, but I would say that most of it is in whole, the whole hour. So he had 250 viewers to 5 million for Fox. Take that, Fox. Hang on there, caller. I'll be with you in a minute. You know, so, um, that is incredible. I sure hope that that translates into, uh, into votes. 200 million votes in the next election. (laughs) I I think that would be impossible. There's 350 million people in this country. You have to figure a third of them would be underage. Uh, so... That would leave you about 210, 220 million people that are of voting age, maybe. And not everyone votes, of course. Uh, And I'm fine with that. Because if you're not informed, then we don't need you making stupid choices. If you want to be in politics, learn what is really going on and go a little bit past the headlines. Let's see. But uh, that was just so great what uh, Trump had to say there about Joe Biden. And like Ramaswamy said, (laughs) Trump has been the best president of the 21st century. I'll go back and say he's the best president since Ronald Reagan. And we need him back in office. And my biggest fear is that he'll be convicted in uh, in Atlanta, not because he's guilty of anything, because like I talked about last week, everything they're trying to get him on is freedom of speech issues and freedom to question elections. Which, by the way, in foreign countries, when, when we uh, monitor their elections there, one of the, the rules that we have is that you have to be able to question the, the election. You have to be able to monitor it to make sure that it's fair. But now the Democrats are saying, no, oh, you can't monitor. You can't question elections. You can't ask for recounts. <laughs> and the problem, see, I think that Trump could still win even from jail. And remember, uh, it was Eugene Debs in 1920, the socialist candidate, who got over 900,000 uh, 900, votes uh, while in jail. He got jailed for... Uh, protests in World War I. It was in 1920. And he was released, uh, not by Coolidge, I said that wrong, he got released by Harding. Anyhow, if he is convicted, then there's going to be people like the turncoat that was on that stage on Wednesday, Asa Hutchinson, who said that he should be taken, taken off of the ballot. He doesn't even want to wait for a conviction. He says that he should be taken off the ballot for the insurrection of January 6th. And it wasn't an insurrection. It was a fed surrection. So, anyhow, I've got a call here. Let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What say thou? Oh, yeah, how tired I am hearing that word insurrection. Or is... Or is uh they used to mispronounce it, the erection. Remember that? <laughs> that was Chuck Schumer, yes. 
That's you, man. Yeah. They, you know, they, you they were handing out Viagras there. Just, just want to let you know. There was a big yeah, party well, you know, afterwards. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I saw Trump's mugshot, and I'm, I'm looking at that, and I'm saying that is the face of what you call F around and find up. Find out. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the first F is. You know what it is. Oh, Step yeah. around and find out. That's a picture and of, of a plan in revenge. <laughs> he's yeah. he's going to become yeah. the, the angel of vengeance. <laughs> and uh, honestly, if I somehow got on Trump's bad side, that would be the last face I would want to see. <laughs> okay. Uh, and and I love I love what his campaign's doing. They're actually taking that mugshot. And they're making merchandise out of it. T-shirts, kooshes, coffee mugs, you name it. Right. And they're going to be selling them to benefit his campaign. I'm going to guarantee you that's going to sell right out. I'm getting a T-shirt. I swear. And a coffee mug would be great to have his mug on my coffee mug. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a little weird. It'd be like I'm kissing him every morning and drinking a coffee. Maybe not. I'll just stick with the T-shirt. Well, you know, every time... And you'd figure these idiots would realize this by now. You figure they'd learn, but they don't learn. Okay, that's how far up their—that's how far up their butts their heads are. Okay, they never learn. That's why New York every time, didn't, every, didn't do mug shots on them. They, they didn't want them to be able to go out and merchandise off of it. <laughs> not, right? Uh, yeah, bingo. But yeah. Donald Trump got his wish. He got that, and he—I'm <laughs> sure he must have posed in front of a mirror for that famous shot that we now see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But why but, not? Well, you gotta, gotta figure out, okay, what's the best look here? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, I, you know, oh, you kind of, I, I, I lost my train of thought, Jim. Thanks a lot. Um, Sorry. But, uh, you, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, but, yeah, I, oh, yeah, now I know how to say. Have you noticed, and this is what these people never seem to learn, is every time they do something, especially now with the mugshot, Trump's popularity only goes up. Oh, and they even, if you, if you watch the interview with Tucker Carlson, even Carlson had to say, normally when a politician gets an indictment, That's you know, they, uh, yeah, and they go off to be with their families and all this other stuff and all, you know. Right, right. But with Trump, he said, but with you, it only goes up and... And it's absolutely correct. I mean, even before the indictments, if you looked at the CBS News poll, even they can't keep keep a lid on it anymore. Trump is so far ahead of DeSantis, it's not even funny. You see, in NASCAR racing, they have a term for the second place finisher. Is the they call him the first place loser? Yeah. Okay. And that and that's how I see these candidates. Did, okay. did you notice how quiet? Did you notice how quiet that DeSantis was? I mean, he, he made a couple of points. You know, but second half, he, he kept his mouth shut. He was non-existent, kind of. So it's smart to do that, you know, because that's what he is, as far as GOP is concerned, non-existent. Yeah, but, well, I uh, think he realizes that he's lost his chance, and he, he can't piss off Trump anymore. He'll just fade into oh, no. oh, fade, no. he, fade away. He, he, he can't he can't piss off Trump any more than he's already pissed off. Okay, I mean if you look at that mugshot, you realize that's not a happy camper there. And he and and you know, and, but you know what? It, it, he only gets stronger. And um, I, as far as the trial is concerned, uh, that you know, I, I posted on Facebook last night. You know what? I never thought I would live to see the day that we would turn into a banana republic, and that was my number one post so far in my timeline because everybody agrees we turned into a banana republic. Yep. This is the type of stuff you see in North Korea. Or a great example, recently, recently in Russia, did you hear about the guy that had that little thing going on with Putin there and Putin didn't like it, now he's dead? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he dies in a convenient airplane crash. And Putin's there with the brass gonads to give the guy a eulogy. (laughs) Uh, Really, folks, can't you figure out what just happened here? Even it's, even it's, Tucker it's just like the mafia, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. you take the the other, you know, Don out, but you go to his funeral and you you give the biggest thing of roses, and you know, you kiss the the wife, yes. you know. It, 
Yeah, it's like The Sopranos. You ever see that TV show? It's just oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Okay, <laughs> exactly. You know, you you you, you hit so, you know you put a hit on someone and you hit them and guess what? Your editor will give them the biggest bouquet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> pay pay, but, pay but, uh, the wife off so she doesn't turn state's evidence or anything. Get on. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. But also, uh, that Tucker Carlson, on the heels of that, Tucker Carlson asked Trump. He says, "If none of this works, they could try to kill you." Uh huh. Thank you. Okay. As, as and, bring that up. Yeah. And he was, you know, he didn't sound like a man with fear. He just said his comment was, "They're just a bunch of sick people." Yes. Yes. But, uh, I, but he I'm didn't sorry, dwell I, on I, it a whole lot. You know, he kind of no. He, he kind of went into a different tangent. But he did say, yeah, they're, they're you know, sick animals. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I'm sure he's mindful of that. I, I'm, sure it's on, I'm sure it's in his mind, but if he dwells on it, he's not going to be effective. Okay? You if, know, if I he, was wondering why Melania doesn't appear with them anymore. I was wondering, you know, are they on the outs? Or it just may be right. that he, he's may, keeping may be a safe some, place. It's that, keep her, that could keep be her very out, of the, the, out of the uh, limelight. It's dangerous. You know, John F. Kennedy. Yeah, John F. Kennedy, I'll let you go with this. John F. Kennedy said it best. He said it just not too long before his own assassination. He said, and it was to William Manchester, um, no, it was Jim Bishop. That was it, Jim Bishop, the reporter who wrote the book, uh, They Can't Even Shot. Yep. He told him that if somebody wanted to assassinate me, there is nothing anybody can do. Nothing. You can have the best planning in the world. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it. It's not exactly. Yep. You can have the best planning in the world. You can have the best protection in the world, but if somebody is dead set on getting you, they will. So even John Kennedy knew that if somebody wanted to put a bullet in his head, they were going to do it, regardless yeah. how many Secret Service people. And Trump, I think, has the same mindset. So, right. And God bless him. Hope he wins next uh, next year. And uh, keep our fingers crossed for this nation. And with that, Jim, have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Okay, thank you. Good timing because I need You're to welcome. take a break. Okay. okay Thank you much. Call again. <laughs> Let's see. Yes, and just as a a little reminder here, when you go to a Trump rally, have your head on a swivel. Make sure there's no Ray Epps types around you. And if you want, you might want to wear a flak jacket and break out your your uh, riding helmet or or something. Just good. It could be useful. Yeah, just saying. Anyhow, um, I'll come back to that some other time. But it is now time to take a break here. And I've got to find something good. And, oh, I haven't played this in a while. So, we shall return. The United States of Empire by James Dunn shows how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Here's author James Dunn to talk about his soon-to-be-printed next book. 
The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone Providence area with long-forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was a scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island, saw the Great Swamp Battle slash Massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War. Okay, I'm back. Back for more here at Dunn's Deal. And uh, looks like I've got a caller, so let's see what they want to talk about. Good caller. What's on your mind? What's up, James? <laughs> hey, that song should have been the year 2025. Because all that yep. stuff is happening now. Oh, yes. Not 25, 25. <laughs> Yeah, just condense some, all that down into... Uh, yeah, there you go. Remix it. <laughs> Make everything 25. And they do a 2025 <laughs> in the year 2025. <laughs> hey, this guy Progosian, right? Yes. How can you actually be sure that that guy is really dead? He helped a lot there with the Wagner Group. And this could possibly be a way to send that guy into a shadowy retirement where he's not going to have any soldiers of fortunes looking for him. They always already dead. I don't know. I'm just saying that we're in some confusing times, and that's how you win in war is by confusing your enemy. So he doesn't know what is real, what is fake. And before he knows it, he's lost. Where he can figure it out, he's lost. Oh, and yes, yes. Coming and, back from and, losing. And, and he comes back, and everyone thinks he's a ghost. The ghost of Prigozhin has, has entered the war. <laughs> uh, Send him away. Thanks for your service. Everybody thought it was a coup, and it was nowhere near a coup. It was a left turn to Belarus. Could have been a logistics movement to move a lot of stuff that had to get there. You fake a coup, you stir up some, some uh, things, smoking mirrors everywhere, and boom. Now you got Wagner in Belarus. That, that is an interesting thing. He, he did bring a lot of equipment into uh, Belarus, didn't he? And under the cover of this is a coup. Under mm. cover of yeah, all the news outlets. A coup, yay! Who's going down? Yay! You're killing my ear, dude. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you. <laughs> having a big coup party. I, I, I didn't CNN. Know, I didn't know you could get hit that high note there. <laughs> <laughs> CNN, MSNBC, Fox—they were all, all, all giddy and ecstatic. And then, not even four hours later, um, actually, no, he was just going to Belarus, and oh, what could have been? Why, you know, it's just it's smoke and mirrors, I think. And that guy now can everybody thinks he's dead, and he can go live a life peacefully. He, I mean, he's still going to be like I don't know, or exactly could happen what they said. I'm just saying something like this yeah. with a uh, oh, a. I don't know. All, all, a big truck full of salt. All I know is that, excuse me, the West is lying. And oh, yeah, Ukraine, well, Ukraine's, they're totally lying about this Ukraine war. They can't you, be honest Ukraine's about this Ukraine war. Kicked. 
Yeah, the only way yeah. Ukraine can win is if NATO goes in, meaning the United States goes in full force. Uh, that'd be World War yeah. Three. And oh my and God, Putin is not going to make that strategic of a blunder. Yeah, let me just open up a whole but, new. But but war Joe Biden would. OTAN. Joe Biden would. Joe Biden did the Nord Stream uh, uh, pipeline. Joe yeah. Biden tried to blow up. They did the oh, coup did when Obama was in president, right? They did the coup, oh, yes. the um, biological right. weapons. Right, right. The, the Minsk agreements were a sham. Yeah, but that was a little more clandestine then, and it's getting a lot more ham-handed now. Yeah, I'm just wondering where it's all going to end up. And you got these coups in, in Africa. The coup in Niger, because they're sick of colonialism. You ever hear that guy, Ibrahim Traoré, the new president of Niger, talking about no, colonialism and Africa? That's getting too far out there. I can't deal with Niger. Even though the BRICS meeting was very... What do you think about the BRICS meeting uh, this past week? Didn't China supposedly drop out of this one meeting or something like that? I was hearing something like uh, that. Russia did. And uh, no, it was China because th there was a um, a flood. In, well, uh, that might be a cover story. Uh, they're having a huge problem with their economy because their biggest um, um, real estate deal, bigger than than what we dealt with with the uh, subprime mortgage catastrophe. Now they've got a huge economic problem there, so they did not start the. Um, uh, gold-backed currency that they were talking about beforehand. So, I don't know. Yeah, read, I, I, read what you can about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, read into yeah, it. Whatever. You watch those debates. I watch those debates. There's a ridiculous did clown like? show. <laughs> did you like the one guy there? Was, was, <laughs> was the Simpsons character Vivekananda Swami? The guy's like right out of a comic book. Oh God! Is he? He could be the uh, uh, the guy that runs the Seven <laughs> Eleven. What, what, <laughs> racist, what a racist I am! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons don't use Apu anymore. He, he was a classic character, man. He just yeah. can't have fun anymore. <laughs> you know? We see Nikki Haley trying to criticize the man because he doesn't sufficiently bow to knee to Israel, and he, and he doesn't want to continue this. Yeah. Ukraine fiasco. Yeah. yeah. What a bunch of clowns the Republicans and the Democrats are. Yeah. I mean, there's no escaping these fools. There's yeah. no escaping these fools. Uh, Israel keeps trying to drag us into wars in Syria and they, they yeah. us back in Afghanistan and Iraq and all over the place. You know, so Israel isn't much of a friend of ours right now. No, nah, they're really not. They yeah. kind of swindle, and there's a lot of decent Jews out there to get fooled by it. But I don't consider that nation an ally of the U.S. They play both sides of so many things. They attack the USS Liberty. And yes, it's not, it has nothing to do with biblical Israel. But a lot of decent Christian folks and a lot of decent Jewish folks get fooled into it, right? What are you going to do? I don't know. I, I don't know. Just um, hope that within the next year we don't wind up in World War Three. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I... I got to get to the Maui fire stuff because there is still some more information. Yeah, a lot of lot of shady stuff went on there. That is so so shady. Raytheon makes directed energy weapons right here in Rhode Island. Yeah, Big powerful lasers that can burn things. No, I, I I don't think it's that conspiratorial. That 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 um. Diabolical. It, <laughs> I think it was as simple as they did not cut the the uh, the trees and the grass underneath the underneath the transformers, underneath the wires, and they let it grow. And it's a jungle there. It's no a, sirens. No, no sirens. sirens. They cut off the water. Some houses totally not burned. Other houses burned. Tree, big parcels of tree. Yeah, parcels of trees not. Like I said, well, mankind even, is even here, technology that's going to deceive all of us. Even here in Rhode Island, I mean, you can see crews on the side of the road all the time when you drive down 295 or 95. They're cutting the grass. They're, they're trimming the trees. Why? Because you don't want them falling out into the road and you don't want them knocking over power lines. You know? And that's yeah, what... Oh, NATO's you know, in Rhode Island. Oh, and the other thing... Well, last thing before I go, James. 
One last thing before I go. Did you see that 1500 drone show in, in China that replicated a dragon flying through the sky? No. <laughs> Google it. It's pretty insane. During, during some festival, they coordinated 1500 like drones. Wow. And it looked like a dragon flying through the sky. The, the length of like what looked like three football fields. It's pretty insane. <laughs> And we, All right, man. And I'll we, talk to you later. Okay. Thanks for the call. Talk to you. Later. Wow. We think it's a big deal when we have five uh, Blue Angels fly over a football stadium. 1,500 uh, drones flying in the sky in the shape of a <laughs> of a dragon. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But... There's some important stuff to look at with Maui. Um, let's see. FEMA has demanded that res- responders, first responders, stop posting images and videos. And there was a journalist, a freelance journalist, that uh, was being harassed by somebody, uh, possibly sent out by the governor, because the, the journalist was trying to get answers from the governor about uh, how many children had died and other um, information like that. And he, he kept pressing the governor, as he should, as a journalist. You, you, you ask the uncomfortable questions. And the next day, he had a guy following him around all day long, starting at 5.30 in the morning. Imagine that. So somebody was dispatched to go and tail him from early, early in the morning, all day long, he had to change his hotel, he had to change his itinerary around. It was incredible, you know. So, and now FEMA doesn't want doesn't want pictures getting out. Hmm, isn't that interesting? They're asking for a full stop in, in disaster imagery going forward. The letter from Justin Angel Knighton of FEMA notes referring to local officials. Hmm. Let's see. It's incredible. Let's see. This revelation has raised yet more questions over both local and federal government's responses. Yeah. Top officials in charge of the wildfires. Um, wildfire response were not even on the island as the fires blazed and were not informed for five hours because they were attending a FEMA disaster preparedness meeting on the neighboring island of Oahu. Oahu. O-A-H-U. They weren't told about it for five hours because... They were in a meeting discussing how to prevent wildfires as a wildfire breaks out. Incredible. A similar thing happened on 9-11, people. Oh, that's coming around the corner, isn't it? Um, All uh, all of the the responders to any kind of uh, airplane attack, a jet attack, we're in Colorado the morning of 9-11 discussing how to prevent something like 9-11. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Okay, multiple lawsuits have already been filed against Hawaiian Electric, which is owned by BlackRock and Vanguard, two major uh, financial institutions that are trying to buy up this land that... Um, that is on Luana. I talked a little bit about Nero, how Nero probably started the fire of 64 A.D. in Rome because he wanted to build um, a, a huge palace for himself, which he did after he burnt out the local population. Hmm. History doesn't repeat itself, though, does it? Ah. <laughs> Mad emperors don't destroy life, do they? I don't know. That's awful conspiratorial of me. Let's see, multiple lawsuits have already been filed against Hawaiian Electric, including the county suing the company for not cutting current to the uh, electric cables. 
Let's see. And the lawsuit also said that the utility had a, a duty to properly maintain and repair the electric transmission lines and other in, in equipment, including utility poles associated with their transmission of electricity and to keep vegetation properly trimmed and maintained so as to prevent contact with overhead power lines and other electrical equipment. That was their duty. I'm sure it was in the contract that they had to sign on to. Oh, and one, this one I can't prove, but I have heard that when BlackRock and Vanguard uh, bought Hawaiian Electric, that they were not going to keep up with maintenance and updates of old, archaic um, uh, ways of doing things because they wanted to replace them. Except if you don't do upkeep on the old stuff before you've had the opportunity to replace them, then you have problems with the older equipment. Uh, Defendants also knew that if their overhead electrical equipment ignited a fire, it would spread at a critically rapid rate. Yeah, (laughs) they even had... The, the weather report from the local uh, news stations on, like the day before, saying there's going to be high winds and a possibility of brush fires. Let's see. Records obtained by the Washington Post show that the utility company hauled away fallen poles, power lines, transformer conductors, and other equipment from the area surrounding the Lahana substation starting on August 12th. Days before the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives agents arrived on site. They're the ones doing the investigation. Why ATF? I don't know. But they're doing the investigation, not FEMA. In doing so, the power company may have violated national guidelines on how utilities should handle and preserve evidence after a wildfire and compromise the probe into the cause of the inferno that killed at least 115 people. Uh, More like 1,115 people. There's over 1,000 people missing. And at this point in time, if they haven't come out of the woods yet, they are probably deceased. Let's see. If a lot of equipment has already moved or gone, the article says, by the time the investigators show up, that's problematic because you want to observe where the equipment was relative to the ignition site. That's how you tell how it got started. So (laughs) what the company did, what uh, Hawaiian uh, Electric did was they went and moved the evidence of the ignition of the fire. And, of course, they claim they took pictures and they they preserved the evidence. And if you believe that, I've got a bridge in, uh, you know, in Brooklyn. I want to sell you Swampland in Arizona. And please do send your money in quickly. I've got some bills to pay. <laughs> Just make the check out to Committee Against Stupid Humans. I'll have to play that again sometime. But that's my favorite charity. C-A-S-H for short. It's, oh, I've got six minutes left to go. I, I was rushing through the end of that. Um, oh, <laughs> that leaves me enough time to get back to... A meeting that happened, it was during COVID. Uh, It was uh, 2021, the start of COVID. And uh, I'm I'm still on the environmental issue. But there was a meeting where Massachusetts climate czar says the quiet part out loud in private meeting. We must break your will. Let's see. The progressive crowd has been saying the quiet part out loud quite a bit lately. Let's see. There's a thing about a Time Magazine article. Let's see. And yet another stunning quiet part out loud moment. A New England government official revealed the left's endgame in fighting the climate in 
an online meeting he ha- he assumed would remain private. It was a Zoom call, you know. So uh, let me read on here. Massachusetts University Undersecretary for Climate Change David Ismay participated in a meeting with the Vermont Climate Council back in January where he admitted that when it comes to the big climate offenders in their region, there are no bad guys left to break. Ismay went on to say that now the only ones left to break are the people. That is the opinion of the people in government. Do you think that the, that the people in uh, Hawaii and Luhana are broken? Uh, over a thousand people out of, out of what, 12,000? I forget what the population is. Maybe it was as much as 100,000. Uh, I'll find out for next time I talk about this issue because it's not going to go away to the dismay of Vanguard and BlackRock and and uh, the officials there in Hawaii. Um, they need to break the will of the people so that they can buy up their property so that the people don't rebel so that when the new masking uh, regulations come in, people don't stand up and say, no, I'm not doing this. If it was a failure the first time. You destroyed my businesses. You wrecked the economy. No, we're not doing it. And besides, it was all a lie. <clears throat> Same thing when they try to bring in the the, the uh, COVID lockdowns again. But this time, it's not going to be a COVID lockdown. It's going to be a climate lockdown. We have to lock down the economy in order to save the planet. They need your will to be broken. You need to buy into their lies. Because carbon is not a poison. Carbon is plant food. The more carbon you have, the more plants you're going to have. The more plants you have, the more food you have. The more it feeds people and animals like cows for nice tasty hamburgers and steak. And no, cow farts are not destroying the planet. That's a a crack of CRAP and... I don't eat that stuff. John Kerry, you can have my share. I'll share that all day long. Yeah, hey, you want this? Okay, I'm not hungry right now. Yeah, take a whiff of that. Uh, No, thank you. (laughs) I'm on a diet. So, anyhow, we've got to watch out for that. They want to break our will, the government does. Be aware. <laughs> and have a good weekend. Have an adult beverage, but remember, no Bud Light. See ya. Listening to Dunn's Deal with author James Dunn. Join James every Friday at 605 for a unique perspective on today's issues. But for now, this is a Dunn Deal. Only on your voice in the Blackstone Valley. WNRI, one socket.